All right, this is The A, I'm Reg Clay. And Norman G. And this is The A, where we talk about life in the theater and the theater of life. Yay! <laughs> and we have a wonderful guest on this last episode of 2017, Mary Allen, I'm sorry, Mary Alice Fry, the Artistic Director of Footloose Presents. How are you, Mary? I'm fantastic. How are you, Rich? I'm doing good. I'm glad that you uh, could come out. How, how is everyone's uh, holiday season, whether it be... Christmas, survivable, survivable, <laughs> merry and bright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I just got off the plane. I was uh, in Washington D.C. I love that picture. Oh, well, you're on the street. Oh, that's right. And I took that this morning. It's yeah. no, it's snowing in Washington D.C. right now. And mm-hmm. was before, I was saying, when is the last time it snowed? I've actually touched snow, and it was in 1997, where it was 30 inches of snow mm-hmm. in D.C. Which is why wow. I came here. Oh yeah, wow. it up to your chest. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that looked like serious snow. That that was sprinkles. It was basically just sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Everything looked like it was white. <laughs> yeah, covered in white. But you know, it was. I think it was five in the morning mm-hmm. when uh, Dad drove me to the airport, and uh, so I think with the darkness and just mm-hmm. nothing but white. White. Yeah. Yeah, and which is what you know. It's like the stereotypical Christmas. You know, I haven't seen a stereotypical Christmas, the white Christmas and all that stuff in years. <laughs> all, and you only see it on TV. <laughs> right. Well, how's your week as I begin? White week has been quiet. Um, yay, definitely. <coughs> Merry and bright would be fine. Yeah. Um, quiet, a lot of yard work. Uh, the big shock, and I mentioned this before we got on mic, is uh, Terry Lamb, local theater artist, yeah. has how, passed. What a shame. And uh, I remember working with Terry. Uh, he did a French festival. It was something that Linda Ayers Frederick wrote, Plumber and Blizzard, and he participated in both. And an incredible character actor. And as, and I understand many people have written. Um, these him. tributes are pouring in today, and they're wonderful. He was with Theater First for a while. It was great. In fact, I think that's probably where I first saw him on stage. Then I worked with him, some readings and stuff. And then I didn't see him for a while, and he was doing this film thing. Well. Yeah. Most recently, it was him fighting cancer, liver cancer, I guess. Yeah, and, and uh, it's it's so sad. As a matter of fact, I had, because I was so impressed with Terry and working with Terry and him being so professional, um, I wrote to him saying, I wrote to him in September saying, hey, do you want to be on the yay? And this is a letter that he wrote back, um, and I'll do this real quick. Hi, Reg, I do indeed remember you, and I've known Norman G. for many years. I'd be happy to visit with you folks, but I don't live in the Bay Area anymore. I live in Nevada City and the Sierra foothills. I do go to the Bay Area now and then, and if I'm there on a weekend and have some time, we could visit then. Right now, it doesn't look like that could be until November. The short version of the cancer story is that I have lots of tumors in my liver, but even after I was diagnosed several years ago, I have been lucky enough to perform now and then. Right now, I'm in recovery from a large dose of radiation that was put directly into my liver in hopes that it would significantly reduce the tumor load. We'll see in the next few months how successful the experimental treatment has been. Thanks very much for the healing energy you send. All good thoughts are helpful and appreciated. So that was in September. Yeah. And I I guess it only went as long as it was going to go. Yeah. Really, really, really sad. It's it's, it's horrible. And, you know, it's a horrible time of the year to, uh, I mean, just, it's hard for the family. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's never a good time to go. <laughs> it's right. It's never a good time. It's, <clears throat> it's a hard year, time of year for people. I spent yesterday evening online communicating with a number of friends. Yeah. Middle-aged guys who are lonely and having a hard time right now. And I'm like, uh, I remember feeling that way. 
you know, even way before I got married, I had already made my mind up that I was not going to let the season get me down. I just wasn't going yeah, to. Yeah, I talk about it on the other podcast. I have a Christian podcast, and we talked about how the commercialization of Christmas is just pushed down our throats. Right. You know, people have, oh, dear, I bought you a Lexus, or he mm-hmm. went to Jared's, and, you know, all these people have, you know, seven-bedroom houses. Get and those last-minute gifts. Right, exactly. And it's just, ugh. So, Mary, I'm, I mean, uh, Alice, how do you feel about, um, I mean... Do you have any ideas? I am very fortunate that um, at a later age I had a daughter. So when she's in town and she's been living here now, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a must that we entertain. And we got mm-hmm. together in a very small family grouping, mm-hmm. and we all cooked together. How wonderful! Yeah. And I said, this year no decorations. I put a bunch <laughs> of candles out. Uh, yeah. you know, and yeah. then we just all. Got high and I think she broke out the Jeopardy game that she bought us last year. She reminded and then kicked our butts. Wow! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as yeah. Now we we had a couple of card games at our place. And uh, speaking of um, getting high, but I guess next year, uh, January the first, I guess marijuana will be legal. Yeah, I was I was actually going to look that up. There were a few um, laws that go into effect. Yep. Yes, so. now it's recreational. Yeah, now when you talk about young people, and it's weird, the stats that they have on young, so with, they get high, you know, a certain percentage, more of them get high than smoke regular cigarettes, and in between, I think, is vaping. <laughs> so it's yeah, never kind of like, vaping. oh, when we, yeah. were, when we were young, if you were getting high, it was illegal, so it wasn't just a casual thing. There was nothing recreational about it. It was yeah. underground. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll tell you, having worked at work, working in the DA's office, we don't courts really don't want to see you know marijuana, the weed stuff. Right. It's just it just clogs up the courts. Right. It does nobody any good, and especially if no one has any priors of anything serious. Right. You know, so you know. Uh, besides, they all go home and do it too. We know that now. Oh, sure. Right. It's like, oh, I'm a member of the bar association. Sure. <laughs> but, right. but but the thing is, uh, a lot of the young people don't want to drink because they don't want to get their DUIs on the way home from parties. And I'm right. like, but right. now yeah. they're going to figure out how to get you if get you're Uber. if you're high. Yeah. Or get Uber. Yeah. And, and in the old days, we used to always make high. a joke. We would drive, and we go, oh, he, I'm behind a drunken driver. You can always tell, but you can always tell when you're behind somebody who's high. They're really Really driving They stop at everything. Yes, they do. Oh, and boy. so maybe that's how cops tell nowadays. But I don't really know. What, I don't know if there's a drug test for when you're, um, you know. Yeah, when you're high. Yeah, yeah, high, 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 high no, they just made it. Well, one of the things was that they it's just a Leo. See if you have any Cheetos around or, or munchies or something like that. Or look if your eyes are red. I don't know. I'm looking last year for the roaches, you know. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Bingo. I want some. Yeah, exactly. We'll confiscate that. Oh, that's oh, happened. Oh boy! But I, I, uh, no, I'm 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 enjoying I'm enjoying this quieter year for me because usually I'm the crazy person working through the holidays on a, the Women on the Way festival. Right. Remember, yes. I did that. Oh, yeah. That's my claim to fame for ten or eleven years mm-hmm. in this in San Francisco. And so, I, of course, everybody who had signed up in September was gone this week. Right. But the minute everybody came back on January fifth, including the press, the phones were ringing, the email, but I was ready for them. Mm-hmm. I had the brochure out I had everything yeah. going mm-hmm. and yeah. so but it's so nice the last couple of years of just going gee I don't even I don't have to do any of that you know oh, yeah? and so I, because now I push 
the festival that I'm doing now is Yes to Everything Festival. Right. Yes. I pushed it into June. It's at the Exit Theater now mm-hmm. for the third year. Put a little plug in for that. Mm-hmm. Playwrights who perform their own material is sort of the niche I'm carving. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the exciting thing about doing a festival is that you'll do a dancer or movement theater piece alongside mm-hmm. a John O'Keefe one-man show. Right. And people will come in from all over, Pacific Grove, Sacramento, mm-hmm. uh, Marin a lot, and they go, I didn't know there was dance like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was that kind of movement. Right. Thi- mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to turn people <coughs> into my thing, which is, mm-hmm. you know, physical theater and stuff right. that they are not used to seeing at Marin Theater or Magic or where, wherever mm-hmm. they right. wherever they have their subscriptions. Um, and I know with the sh- I'm going to jump in here on Shotgun Players, mm-hmm. when Mark Jackson kind of arrived and right. started doing shows there mm-hmm. and I pulled Patrick Dooley aside and I said, "See, see, yeah. people like this stuff." His his <coughs> audience started going to see uh, awesome. some of the stuff that they're up to, yeah. including they did Black Writer this they're month. They're doing it now. They're it's still doing Black yeah. Writer. Yeah, yeah we're um, plugging it. Yeah. yeah, and so yes, I, I'm I'm really excited that finally we're getting audiences that are accepting of this and are educated enough to understand that you know when they when they lean forward to try to make sense about the dancer said, mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I call it right brain, you know, mm-hmm. the right brain, the yeah. dance thing. You can sit back and watch ballet and modern dance all you want. But yeah. when they speak, you go, hmm, what? And that left brain kicks in. And, yeah. uh, and, and audiences are just not used to that. Mm-hmm. And so they reject it. You know, if they don't understand yeah. it, they're rejecting it. I think now they're just letting it wash over them yeah. and experience it. And Hopefully. Well, yeah. um, any kind of live thing is now a phenomenon. Now it's this special, unique thing, which is mm-hmm. funny for us because that's all we've ever been doing. But yeah. Well, it's, it's wonderful for theater. Audiences are I was going to say, the flight deck does a little bit of experimental theater where it involves movement and that sort of stuff. Well, this is Ragged Wing Ensemble, and they're terrific. Yes. Sarah Cass is running that. Right. And, and, and thank God, flight deck, we have a downtown. Right. Yes. That's right. right. And, they're, and they're hanging in there. I heard recently they got robbed, but they did Ooh. a benefit. Oh. They did an open mic benefit, and they're trying to get their stuff back. But yeah. um, it's always an issue when you don't have... I guess a door security. Per- well, I guess yeah, maybe they around the clock security yeah. people. <coughs> yeah, not around the clock, but definitely when there's a box office happening. I think yeah. it happens in the middle of the Un- night. Unfortunately, it is the season. I mean, you know, the <laughs> robbers, you know. It's the season for that, too. Yeah, yes. yeah it's, uh, that's a shame. But, there, but there, there's a neighborhood in San Francisco, as you know, called the Tenderloin. Right. That's really popping. And I wanted to say that the theater... Well, I ran Venue 9 and Shotwell right. Studios, and Joe Landini came up through the ranks there mm-hmm. and branched off, started the garage, mm-hmm. then Garage 2, right. then Safe House at One Grove, right. and that Burger King building is coming down. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going in there? Mm-hmm. So the city was scrambling to find space for him in the Tenderloin. You know, they're just pushing everybody into mm-hmm. the last right. uh, bastion of what is affordable, and a m- porn theater Gay male theater, mm-hmm. the tea room was running for years, I guess, and the owners of the SRO hotel above kicked him out. It laid fallow, and the city found it, and they were, like, pushing Safe House and Joe, and they just opened. Mm. We, we ran three shows in there, and it people are still confused where to go. Right. Some are still going to One Grove. Some are going, this is at 145 Eddy, right across from the exit theater. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. really want it to happen because mm-hmm. – now we have piano fight. That's right. right. That's a happening place. I mean, right. Very happening. Just, just that area. I mean, yeah. the exit plus you know the theater that you just mentioned and piano and piano fight. I mean, well, you know, and cutting ball. Cutting ball is right. Cutting ball. Yeah. Cutting ball and and 
You didn't realize Counterpulse had moved. <coughs> right. I didn't know Counterpulse. Well, I knew they moved. I'd heard that they moved, but I didn't know where they moved. Right on Turk and yeah. near Taylor. Cutting Ball, that's at Exit at Taylor, right? Yes, it yeah. used to be Exit right. at Taylor. Yeah, they yeah. took over that space. Right, yeah. right, right. This Love is all space. on Taylor. So it's Taylor, mm-hmm. uh, that, Cutting Ball, Piano Fight, Turn the Corner. Right. And you have Counterpulse. They also took over a porn theater, so I guess... Live porn is out, and real theater is in. Oh. <laughs> so that's another subject matter, yeah. <laughs> we know that. So in any case, I'm really excited that you can get off the Powell Street Bar mm-hmm. and take your pick. And a bunch of nice new bars are opening, too, a little jazz club. Yeah. Oh. Let's not forget the Center for New Music. I they, didn't know that. Uh, yeah, that's a happening place. On the If you go to the Warfield stage door, they're directly across the street. Mm-hmm. Same side as the Golden Gate. So nice. maybe we have a theater district. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see if people will go. I mean, if, they, if it cleans up the tenderloin, I mean, I don't know where the four people I don't know if it'll go. clean it up, but no. if it just adds an element to it. Because sure. people come. That's the amazing yeah. thing. You see people on their way there. So yep. it's that's been happening. Yeah. Well, it's continue. not a matter of cleaning up. And um, your, your listeners may be interested in this, but back in the 70s, they were really wise, all those SROs, and people got together in nonprofits and made sure those SROs would never be shut down. They have height limitations. They have zoning, all kinds of stuff to right. keep the people there. Right. Those poor people have nowhere else to go. Right. Now, I, I said to a friend of mine who was running counterpulse, I said, are you the crack block, the heroin block, or the meth block? <laughs> We're the crack block. Wow. So yeah. they, and, and there's there's th- people sitting people right in their right cars, there, yes. dealing right in front of these yeah. theaters, yeah. and yeah. when they see us come, you know, when I pull up and start to load in, yeah. they just park they part yeah. and they yeah. go and they kind of know us now and right, they're right. saying hi and yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've seen and, and young actors, you know, whether it be they're going to the exit or the flight or, or um, piano the fight. piano fight. Yeah. There's an energy of just hey, there's there's things happening there at the right. tenderloin where you know that and that adds in, adds to it. And you're right, you know the the homeless or. You know, the folks who are doing whatever they're doing on the streets, they're mm-hmm. very polite. You know, I mean, I know that people who aren't used to going in the Tenderloin are mm-hmm. like, whoa, I need to hold my bag or, you know, something like that. But I've never had a problem. Well, they're living in the single-room occupancy hotels. Yeah, and so that so is very close to there, too. It's actually their home. Yeah. Right. And Joe said it's actually better than one grove, which is transient and the bar right, station yes. and a lot of homeless people because they live in that building. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're sadly, they're they're. Addicts, but there's but, a place to go. But, but it's their go. home. They sort of look after it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Good. So uh, mm, it, it, it's still a gauntlet. And yeah. I don't think um, mm-hmm. an older crowd will be drawn there. But the young people love it. The young people That's are right. just, yeah. you know, it's like to them nothing. It's yeah. an adventure. And actors are hungry for a space. Right. I want to act. Give me a space. Right. Do they want to go way out into, you know, the boondocks or, you know, the... You mean Oakland? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oakland or San Jose. We have Nick Mandrake talking about the yeah. North Bay. And, uh, right. And, yeah. Throckmorton Theater. He's very envious, yes. Right. Well, um, I lost two spaces. One, um, we had Shotwell, which mm-hmm. where's where I met Norman. Right. Way mm-hmm. back in the 90s. And uh, 23 years, gorgeous space. Mm-hmm. It's 19th and Shotwell. And then I was offered the former Climate Theater when they right. closed. We n- renamed it Venue 9, and it just took off. And it, it was did. right at the peak of mm-hmm. the first dot-com. Yeah. The landlord was so jealous, and he could have <laughs> sold that building for $6 million. We had a yeah. three-year lease. As soon as our lease was up, he kicked us out, and then wow. everything bottomed out, as wow. we all know. So then we picked up on the second wave. So we got kicked out. So we s- 
picked up on the second wave, mm-hmm. this particular landlord, um, Giggler's Body Shop, he was ready to retire, and some evil realtor got a hold of him mm. and said, kick those dancers out upstairs. We had a big 2,000-square-foot open studio, and we put in all this electricity. Right. Uh, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Well, we don't know. We don't know. We, we just leave. You know. Mm. And six months later, it caught on fire. Oh they were my. growing pot in our dance studio. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and so there's the police and the firemen br- bringing the six-month-old pot plants out. Right. And then he retired and sold the building. We'll never get that. The arts will never get that back. So that's right. a block from ODC. So what happens living over here in Oakland for 25 years with that daughter of mine? We wound up at the Sawtooth Building in West Berkeley, mm-hmm. which the owner put into okay. trust so his heirs cannot sell that. Mm-hmm. It's on Dwight and Parker. and takes up the whole city block on mm-hmm. 8th Street, and we've got a beautiful dance studio. But I still get grants for the arts, so I shuttle all our shows back into the city. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of a conduit. Oh, as I've, a I've been a commuting artist forever, so you know, i got no problem <coughs> with doing a show on one side of the bay and going home on the other side. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, that's fine. And I think a lot of actors feel the same way. What are we going to do a year in review? We can just jump right in. I mean, I'm loving hearing the history of Bay Area. Yeah, we're kind of of on both. Um, Year in review, you know, the thing I wanted to touch on, and I think we can touch more on it next time, is what are the new places? Because for me, it was a big year of news. Ubuntu, I started the year off 2017 uh, doing Death of a Salesman. In a gorgeous space, which uh, they have let go, their current mm-hmm. season is going to be site-specific, so they're going to be all over the East Bay doing shows. Yeah. Um, and the next show up is um, Stanley. Um, oh. Streetcar. Streetcar Street Car Desire. Desire. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but that was huge. Um, this wasn't a new space for me. It was the old... Um, uh, the Thick House. Oh, oh right, right, Potrero Hill. Which yeah. has been re- renamed the Potrero Stage, yeah. and I was part of one of the first things that was done there yeah. under that name, and now that's been that's taken over by Playground, Playground, and they're managing it. They're actually looking to move more stuff over there. They're already doing their end-of-the-year thing mm-hmm. and uh, their, um, their workshops that they do. They were already doing there, but keeping their monthly stuff at Berkeley Rep. Yeah. Um, so I've gotten in there, and I've been working with them as a director. That's been fantastic. Cool. And is that Asian American Theater sharing that? Mm-hmm. Was Asian American Theater sharing they're that? They're one of the tenants. They're oh, one they're of the folks tenant. that regularly uses it. But they only do. Asian American Theater maybe does one or two shows a I year. See. So they're not really – nobody is active enough to maintain the whole space. But Playground is managing it and then bringing in the folks that were already there um, – Crowded Fire. Tony Kelly. Um, Tony Kelly. No, Tony Kelly. Gone. Yeah, he's go. been gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's uh, Crowded Fire and it's uh, Golden Thread and Asian American Theater Company. And I know Killing My Lobster has done some stuff there. I don't know if they're continuing. But, yeah, th- so they've already got all that active stuff going on. Um, and then this summer I got in Hamlet, mm-hmm. and uh, which was in the fall, but I got cast with the Arabian Shakespeare Festival. And so I saw a space you probably know, the Royce Gallery. Oh, it's, I do. That's in the mission. Yeah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. on Mariposa, yeah, Mariposa. near Potrero. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we did Hamlet. And I, this space has apparently been there since the 70s. Never knew about it. Never heard of it. So mm-hmm. just, you know, checking in with new spaces. So yeah, I think yeah. as we as we look to put together the next podcast, mm-hmm. I want to put out to people, particularly people that have already been on, what yeah. are the spaces that are new to them or new companies? Mm-hmm. You know, because there's also um, Anton's Well is right. a relatively new company. That's right. And they're suddenly producing more and more. And mm-hmm. 
You know, it just seems like it's a growth period for Bay Area theater. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we're finding um, spaces that may be underused, mm-hmm. you know, because the rental spaces are either overbooked. Right. Yeah, because Which there's so few are. of them. Yeah. Or they've gone to, to – they become too uh, yeah. expensive. Yeah. I know for – because dancers need so much real estate, ODC, Dance Mission have become pretty prohibitive – Right. The issue has always been for me, you can afford three nights. Well, you can't get reviewed. You know, mm-hmm. you're lucky if you get a preview or you get a review that comes <coughs> out a week or two later. Yeah. Right. So right. that that's a big thing for the dance community right. is that, y- y- you know, or you have to do a festival and have ten people performing. Right. Those kinds of things. But, uh, but is social media changing that? Because, you know, we're not – it's like we're seeing all these magazines fold because nobody wants to wait a month. <laughs> Right. To get some news. It's like it's all out there in social media now. Well, I think your ticket price, when you start pushing past 25 for dance Mm -hmm. and dance theater stuff, um, you lose your audience. Right. Now, Dance Mission, interestingly enough, has been looking for a new space. Oh, really? 18th and Mission. There's a dilapidated (laughs) old building. Mm -hmm. And that just hit the news last week. Chrissy Mm -hmm. Kiefer's pushing to be part of... uh, Affordable housing, um, child care mm. center, some other things are going to go in there. But she only has to raise $8 million. Now, you talk about new and exciting spaces. I'm sure there were some companies in 2017 that fell. Um, uh, I don't doubt. I mean, Impact, I think, went last year. Yeah. Um, and that was big because they'd been around for a while and they'd been pulling on a full season for a while. And, and that was Lavelle's? They, they had been running the Laval space for the last few years and mm-hmm. finally said, nope, we've, we've done it. We've had enough. Yeah. The DMT, we mentioned that. Well, the theater's still there, right? The theater's still there, but there's no, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if they're doing anything. Oh, you don't know if they're producing. It may yeah. just be right. renters. Right, exactly. Wow. Cause ever since uh, Susan Evans moved to the Town Hall mm-hmm. Theater. Um, Lorraine Hansberry, was Which that a couple years ago? Lorraine Hansberry is... Making a change. Um, Stephen Anthony Jones retired. Um, Aldo Billingsley is now the interim artistic (coughs) director. Mm -hmm. And uh, they produced their first show in years just this last year. So I think, and Aldo directed it. So Mm -hmm. I think that was part of a sort of checking out whether or not that was going to be a good fit. Mm -hmm. And at least so far it seems to be. So we'll see what happens. They don't have a home yet. Okay. Um, But we'll see where they go with that. Sure. Uh, the only other theater I'm trying to think of theaters that I've come become familiar with this year because mm-hmm. some of them been around. Yeah. There was a group called Butterfield. I think they were called Butterfield Eight, and now they're B Eight. Okay. Uh, because Butterfield, the guy who had started it, decided to let the company go, and a bunch of the associate artists said, "Well, we'll keep it going." Yeah. So they're calling it B Eight. That's out in Concord, and it's like a block and a half, like two blocks as the crow flies from mm-hmm. Concord Bart. So. Wow. Oh, I'll have to check them out. It's an amazing little space, but cool. um, mm-hmm. um, it's in a bank. And so you sit there, and if the show gets a little boring, you look over there, and you see this open safe, old-style, big-door safe. Mm. <laughs> like, okay, that's really distracting. If I ever did something here, I would have to put something up to cover that up. Yeah. It's, it's like Chekhov's gun. You know, yeah. Right you got to use it. <laughs> like, yeah. Are get robbed? Is somebody coming in? What's, what, right. What's, is that part of the show? Because that's the most that, interesting thing. That goes upstaging everything. Well, if that's the most exciting thing, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> is that near the park, the little park downtown? Um, I'm not, I don't think it's near a park because it's like, like literally across the parking lot from BART, like where oh, the buses pick up. Sure. There's a little parking lot on the other side of the bus lanes. There's a building there. 
And then across the street from that building is another parking lot, and around the corner from there is where it is. So even if you go by street, you walk two blocks, turn the corner, and you get there. That's like the, another theater down in Mountain View. It's like you get off the freeway, then you go three miles, then you park in the back part. You know, it's like not exactly on the beaten That's path. That's not dra- Dragon Theater? No. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I did go see a great play. Dragon I want to go see. Yeah. And the pair I've been wanting to mm-hmm. get involved with, but they don't hire equity very often. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to get into an origin story? We'll get back into we the, the history of it. Well, I'll yeah. say mm-hmm. we often have guests that Reg knows and Reg has worked with. We've got a wall of posters, I and think. we often get to refer to that. Yeah. Uh, but Mary Alice is somebody I've known since uh, since I was coming out of college. Ninety-four, I, I think. Yeah, and um, wow. and we started doing Japanese theater <coughs> of all things. <laughs> That's twenty-three years. And then from there, mm-hmm. it just grew into other things. When I started Oakland Public Theater, mm-hmm. we ended up doing our first show at Venue 9. Oh, nice. Yay. Yeah. With so Elizabeth. Oh, boy. With Elizabeth, who's in Black Rider. Oh, she is fantastic. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. in Black Rider. So, yeah, we've had a long relationship. And that was that initial piece was us working together on stage. And it's very, you know, Japanese theater is very movement-based. Um, but the last thing we did together was a completely brand new piece to help uh, sort of inaugurate a new plaza that it got taken over downtown, got created downtown. Uh, Min, the, Min Plaza. The dog. Yeah, yeah the Min Plaza was yeah. uh, bring your own dog because everybody was bar- – the only th- – I, I was commissioned to do something in this plaza. Mm-hmm. kind of was made from a street next mm-hmm. to the Mint. Yeah. Everybody knows that one. Mm-hmm. And um, the – the community benefit district said, "Here, here's some money." Go, blah, blah, blah. and I just sat down there and watched. Mm-hmm. You know, site specific. What yeah. do people come down here for? They bring their lunch and they bring their dogs. Uh-huh. Well, we had a beautiful day, and, yeah. and I had dog, I had dog trainers, <laughs> I had dog this, and we made a hilarious show, and um, it was a big success. And people brought their dogs. Really? Awesome. And I thought, now this is a great idea. But you know, those are the kind of things as a theater person you don't quite follow. Well, it's like talk about site specific. <laughs> You yes. have to be someplace where you can invite right. those people. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so we've done many – in community benefit districts, Yerba Buena does Yerba Buena night, and it just got me on fire. And every year I bring something mm-hmm. that, that has that – I call it the porous nature where the audience just really moves and blends and mm-hmm. gets involved. And sometimes awesome. in yeah. one – piece the honeycomb zone they actually could construct from our beautiful honeycomb set design Mm -hmm. their own creative artwork so some turned out to be dragons some turned out to be kids built forts you know and and so um Anybody want to book that? It's in my garage. <laughs> 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 yeah, we just box it up. No, yeah. but but in fact, I have I have some wonderful ideas for mm-hmm. um, for just more things that can happen now. You know. That, that I don't I know, your, mind, right your, mind, your mind is always percolating. So, yeah, let's, let's get into a, what got you into theater. How did you get the bug? You know, they say my sister was playing the accordion, and I was small enough to be in her case, and mm-hmm. I popped out at the very moment she crescendoed and got a laugh. Ah. They said, that's when you started, kid, yeah. and I never stopped. Um, you know, ballet, the whole, I went yeah. the whole okay. gamut. But so my, you did my, training. I, I was so lucky that one of the foremost children's theater trainers, um, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Nancy Yowie, mm-hmm. was young and right out of college, and my sister knew her, and she said, Mom, and so I was... Peter Pan. I was all those crazy oh, wow. wonderful things. But not only that, she also put me backstage. Mm. And so we learned the whole thing, you mm-hmm. know, from tech. makeup to yeah. tech. And uh, my big claim f- to fame was we moved from Fort Lauderdale High School into the real, speaking of union, 
the Union House, the Parker Playhouse. Mm. And here I am, a little shrimp, and they put me up on a stool, and I'm calling the cues. I'm the stage manager. All these these cigar-smoking New York Union guys, they're they're pissed, first of all. (laughs) By the end of the run, they were kissing and bowing and said, fantastic. And so, you know, you learn, Mm -hmm. you know. That's where you go. I have to be. And so I've always had that professional um, edge around what I do. Yeah, you know, and I know. You can't help it. But I, I have to have fun. <coughs> it's got to be fun because we don't make enough money. And I tried New York and did a few shows there. And speaking of snow, I was on vacation, Christmas vacation in Miami, and it was snowing. Wow. And Ugh. I said, send all my clothes. And I never went back. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I met my husband, and we wound up be coming to San Francisco, which I had visited oh, and fell uh-huh. in love with. You know, San Francisco, I love you. Mm-hmm. That's so what I said. So 1978, and uh-huh. that really dates me. But we went – he had already been over to the Blake Street Hawkeyes before I got here. He said, you got to come with me and see Whoopi Goldberg and David Shine. And wow. That's yeah. All these movie people. Yeah. He, had already, he was already looking. Yeah. And then I saw Rini Nadell, who was the head of Footloose, who had taken the left from her modern dance company and become a solo movement theater artist in the vein of people know Ruth Sapora and, you know, mm-hmm. anyway. And I said, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. She's talking. She's moving. She's dancing. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah. And I joined her. And then when she mm-hmm. went to Boulder Naropa Institute, became the head of the dance department there, I inherited the company. And mm-hmm. and, and I'm still running it as Footloose Presents, not Footloose right. Dance Company. Cause right. I, who could keep a dance company? You know. Right. The Mary Alice Fried Dance Company just doesn't sound right. No, it's all about. And so my whole thing is mentoring and the emerging artists who, who really don't know which way to go on some ideas that they might have, but also established artists who have their idea mm-hmm. but don't want to produce. They oh. know what a drag is. Oh, yeah. And I love it. I'm one of those people. I love right, it. I love yeah. doing publicity. Can you talk about the state of theater yes. from when you went in San Francisco from when you first came in to now? I mean, millennials, I don't know if millennials, you know, we, we've been talking about how do we yeah. get millennials to get, sit and, you know, watch theater. And I'm, I think there's an energy that was there in the 70s. Well, it's always been hard. And, yeah. and speaking of Whoopi, there she was playing to 50 of us. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the word gets out. If the yeah. show is good, sorry. Th- then she started selling out, yeah, right. and then and she was homeless, wasn't she? No, she was no, not homeless. She was, she was a welfare no mom, yeah. with okay. living with David Shine and her daughter mm. Alex, was mm-hmm. growing up in the you know behind the parking lot of the Blake Street. Well, those days rent was one hundred fifty, right. two hundred fifty bucks, right, so yeah. you could get away with one job or teaching. Right. right. Um, so we all know that story. How many jobs do these poor dancers have to squeeze in and then fit in a rehearsal? So mm-hmm. right. I think the work was a little richer. I think there were more ensembles. That was a company, and mm-hmm. they, and if David wrote the show, they all played in it. If John wrote the show, they all were in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know now. Maybe there has to be. Well, in those days, Sam Shepard was playing at the Magic. There right. were, you know, there were people would wow. gather around the playwright, wow. and the work would be around. <coughs> well, in that same area, apparently, I didn't realize the Magic had started in the East Bay, and somebody I didn't told me that. yes, Eighth Street. Apparently, they were over in the Eighth Street. Am in the Eighth Street Studios. That's what somebody told me, and I was like, "I gotta find wow, that." Wow, because that means yeah, all that energy, and then they moved across the bay and got that space, and they've been there ever since. Have they been in Fort Mason ever since? Or yeah, oh. Fort Mason. Yeah, along with Bats, right? Bay Area Theater Sports. Uh, no, Theater they Theater fairly, Sports does they're more recent because yeah. they were at Venue yeah. Nine with me for. Oh, yeah, they don't. Right, they don't go back. Got it. But the Eureka goes way back, and they were in the Castro. Right. Well, that's and that's one that's gone this year. 
Oh, Eureka. Eureka's gone. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, the yeah, woman couldn't um, run it. Rhino took over that space. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah. No, but but I'm not sure Rhino is running the one in the gateway. Someone else took it because they needed remodeling, and I understand oh, another production company mm-hmm. has moved in there and are oh, going to spend I millions. Mm-hmm. I mean. Those mm-hmm. seats and those bathrooms were pretty hideous. Right. So yeah, yeah. Eastenders was in there for a long time, yeah. and also Forty Second Street Moon. Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the as a sketch fest. Are. Yeah, I think Forty so. Second Street Moon is still part of the yeah. conversation, whatever it is. I think they are, and I think they need to be an anchor tenant because whoever yeah. whoever took it over, um, it's got some money to pour into that area. So and they need that. The gateways up and coming. Well, if, if, yeah, if somebody keeps it moving. I mean, that's – so I brought my first show to Venue 9, and Mary Alice immediately – you can't help yourself. You, she immediately – well, you should think about doing this. You should think about this. You, and all these production aspects, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I was just looking for a space, and now yeah. I'm getting a crash course in yeah, this is how you produce education. a show. Yeah, sounds like you can educate on how oh, to produce. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, well lighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just want to turn them off. Yes. Anyway, that kind of thing. Well, I've worked with some greats, and um, Melissa Weaver and John Dykers, uh, that, that they they were formerly with George Coates' mm-hmm. performance, and th- now those guys. When we when we saw what they were doing, that right. was like so psychedelic and wonderful, and I was like, I want to do that. And they got the Hastings space, right? And then and then I don't know what happened with George Coates, but that was the beginning um, where San Francisco really was on the map in mm-hmm. the '80s, thanks yeah. to Bernie mm-hmm. Weiner and that whole scene. Yeah. So was it easy? So we haven't really lived up to that. Sure. Sure. Right. Now, my our dream five years ago when Twitter and all these companies were moving in was there was going to be a resurrection of that kind of energy. I mm-hmm. even tried to do something with technologists. The issue uh, I find is they don't really understand the theater. They don't understand well, they the don't li- the And they don't want to live next to it. <coughs> they don't want to live above it. They don't want to live next to it. They yeah. don't want it no. clogging up their street. Perhaps their, their, their perception is, well, that's low quality or that's just something like a hobby or whatever. Where's the money? Involved in that. It's well, it's not just the money. They also just don't want to live around it. I mean, you know, how many bars have closed in San Francisco in the last decade mm. because they keep shutting places down? Oh, it's too loud. Oh, the neighborhood, there's too much noise. <laughs> and they call the cops at the drop of a hat, and suddenly the bar is getting hassled. Yeah. And they can't st- They, they can't, can't bring in the going. people, and they can't yeah. bring in the revenue. Well, yeah. well we were, when Vinny and I was having 11th Street, DNA, the, right. uh, of Slims, all those bars, those restaurants right. were happening. <laughs> the point is you could come to that neighborhood, the Soma, right. and party all night. Yeah. And you're exactly right. Those The people in those buildings that were Well, they're paying loads of money to yeah. get you know a little right. space, and mm-hmm. then now they want to make a lot of noise because I spent all this money. Okay, but nobody told you to move here. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so, so we could whine all day about how the culture is collapsing in on itself. But I have to say that theater people are so resilient, like these dancers. I am seeing stuff that I have never seen before. Mm-hmm. That's all. Amen. That's all I'm going to say. As long as we keep mm-hmm. seeing original work or new productions well, of Hamlet and new ideas, it, you know, right. maybe there's an evolution in the technologist not just will come to see it, but they might actually participate. That's what I was saying. I've worked with a couple yeah. of technologists in the shows, but they are so wired. They just want to work on that one wire for yeah. 10 days. They right. don't, right. don't want to see that. We have a rehearsal schedule, and I have three more people. Right. <laughs> get it. Uh, are you familiar with the speakeasy? Yes. Yeah, because some of what you're talking about sounds like that same thing where you're really inviting the audience to come in and be in the performance. 
Yeah, so that's Nick Oliveras who used. That's right, Nick. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, we used to work run boxcar on right. the, on that funky block. Yes. Yeah. Tillman Six. And um, so he put this whole idea together. City threw a bunch of money mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. made that space. Nobody knew where it was going to be. We just heard the word. Uh-huh. And then, boom, you started getting the yeah. word. You a good sti- friend of mine, Peter Matthews, uh, I think was part of Boxcar. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, no, what about Speakeasy? Because he's oh, – Speakeasy, yeah, yeah. So he, he's out there. Thank God he's hiring actors and they're getting right. work. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend and mentor, Ron Campbell, was playing Eddie oh. Cantor, the MC. Wow, I didn't know that. And I think he, I think he when they closed it uh, to take a hiatus, he's right. now closing today or tomorrow in 80 Days Around the World. Is that how you oh, say nice, that? yes. Yeah. Is that Mountain yeah, View? Yeah, 80 Days Around the World, mm-hmm. yeah, Mountain View. Mountain yeah. View. And then he's going off to Seattle to be in Teatro Zinzani. Wow. Oh, that's big news. Teatro. Yeah, this is not a secret. Teatro Zinzani has finally got the planning commission to okay. They're going to get the, the Spiegel tent out of mothballs and put it down near Pier 39 yeah. in a new building. Yeah, okay. And Ron is going to build a show around that. Nice. Nice. So that will bring tourism back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were speaking off, Mike, about uh, – you mentioned about the dot-com and how – I guess I, I guess you were talking about the money and how you know some folks were affected by that that quick bubble. I, I'm just I'm curious about how I guess the newer I guess the, the newer economy of San Francisco, and also I'm curious about um, you working with new younger people and how I guess this generation is different from the generation that you worked with. You know, yes. back well then they're not all hippies sleeping on right. You know, sleeping bags and. Like how do you get a young generation to, you know, who are so uh, so affected by tech to be involved in arts? Like and you, you mm-hmm. still have young dancers, people who want to dance instead of just, you know, play video games or what have you. They still come to San Francisco and take class. I'm so mm-hmm. impressed. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but, but there is a kind of a rotating, you know, the revolving door is really right, serious yeah. because a lot of them, they a lot of the ones go, I was working go, yes. with for 10 years have, have gone off and have children, but they all move back to Salt Lake City and, mm-hmm. and, and right. Hartford, well, that's Connecticut, that's and, and, you know, the they go time. back home. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been um, here. But they came here and they, you know, they mm-hmm. integrated and they worked on their stuff. And met each other. That's what excites me. Is they're they're overlapping. I'm working with um, a young man from Vietnam, oh, that's and wonderful. and I hope he sticks around. You know, mm-hmm. he and Hun mm. and beautiful dancer. So we're still getting those fresh faces, and as long as they can uh, sort of uh, make their rent, we'll. Well, uh, and I see the tech people who are taking their free time to mm-hmm. go and do all kinds of things. So I mean, they they are. Mm-hmm. Is it going to become part of their culture? Because right now, on my modeling jobs, I end up doing modeling jobs at a lot of these companies. And so I hear them talking. And basically, there's this sense of there's what you do at work, and then there's what you do with your free time. And you sort of keep them separate. But if it could become part of the culture of tech that you, we're all going to go see this show, or we're all going to go check this out. Yeah. If that sort of energy <coughs> starts to happen, then we'll see another little renaissance, and that would yeah. be wonderful. And, and to get some of these tech companies to actually invest. In, yeah, in, I, I in don't that. know how that side of it works. That yeah. I don't know. Well, everybody's trying, and I, and I have seen um, more and more. I see the list of uh, a, a few tech companies, and Adobe, and a few names down at the bottom of programs. But I'm going to be honest. That mm-hmm. takes a development director, and right, very few does. companies right now can afford to develop. That's right. a full-time job for it an really intern is. and a director and those people don't work for free so it's really tough right now well not only that it's it's a real skill set i remember yes. i dated a woman it was probably in the late 90s no early 90s i dated a woman who was development for cal shakes 
And okay. the thing was, she really loved that stuff. So if she had an opportunity to fly someplace, you know, she might end up picking up some part of that tab, but it was really important to her to make those connections. And then sure enough, when it comes time to get some money from somebody, and you say, well, I was in Chicago at this conference, <laughs> people sit up and go, oh, well, wow, that's you're serious, you're professional. Yeah, being a development person is a whole it's its own performance. I heard somebody reference uh, Entourage today, hmm. and Ari Gold was one of the characters that became right. like iconic in the culture because he was that agent who yeah. just never, never, never stopped. Right. That's what a development person is, and when you find somebody, I mean, you've had people like that, Mary Alice. You've, uh, yeah. you've had people who got in and just really dug their claws That's into right. it. But yeah, it doesn't take very long before somebody offers them a real salary and. Zip. You, and, you, and I learned this very early on. You need real estate. Brenda Way is the queen of that. She runs ODC. And yeah, I said, yeah. that poor woman probably has to do more cocktail party. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm not kidding. You're yeah. a schmoozer. You have to be a schmoozer. You have to. <laughs> and I mean, sincerely, you have to enjoy it and be able to, to get into it and make it work without it feeling like work. Because those people aren't going to give you money if they feel like you're begging. Yes. They need to feel like you're giving them the opportunity to participate. And mm -hmm. we need you to participate. In fact, we're going to be better because you're participating. Yeah. And then suddenly they get their <coughs> egos stroked and there they go. Yes. So I'm inspired by what you're saying because the young people, they're not so, they're not so into that. They're right. not so into that. Right. So we have to build shows that break that. Mm -hmm. You just bought yourself a subscription. You're yeah, exactly a, right. yeah, you're wrong. That's your seat. Da, da, da. Yep. Right. They yeah. don't care about that. But if they came and it was, uh, I don't want to use well hackathon. If they came in the, if sure. it was like a hackathon, and they right, could exactly. move and right. choose and pick yeah. and what and an amazing figure. event, and you can be a part of it. You can right. make it happen. Then they go around and say. How do I keep this going? Right, right. I want to turn my friends on. Oh, you don't have the money to do it uh, monthly, annually. Right. So, But I don't know. I don't think they understand, and I have heard that this is really true in the tech mm -hmm. world. They don't have the philanthropic gene yet. Right. You know, because yeah. the old money, you right. you grew up with your father <coughs> right. doing right. these right. events, and your mother dressed up in her pearls yeah. and her thing right. and went out to dinner yeah. for the gala. Right. But these are new money. Gala. These are new yeah. money, folks. Yeah. And I'm noticing companies, like I'm involved, I'm in getting involved with a company called Plethos, who did a Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. For fundraising, and I'm noticing right. that's a newer thing. Have you explored that at all, Mary Alice? Yes. Indiegogo for the arts is great. Mm -hmm. um, oh, gosh, there's so many good ones. Um, mm, some of them take percentage, so I, I'm almost well, too much. Well, is a percentage one. That's yeah. why I think, and I think that's funny. where the other ones developed. So you do need – I think we're still in a nonprofit world, and I don't know how yeah, long that's going to last. A lot, of, a lot of people would like to kickstart nonprofits. You know, they would like to kick them out and start right. over with mm -hmm. a new concept. Right. But with the tax base and everything the way it is, right. um, people still do want write to write these donations off. Mm -hmm. And they're screwed this year with the tax thing with oh, the oh, tax yeah, bill. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's going to be tough. There was a mad scramble this week, people trying to pay their taxes before – the changes happen. Well, with and and property, property taxes, yes. property tax, yeah, right, right, yeah. It's it's and the IRS not knowing whether you know it's legitimate be, or not. I would be worried, but I remember I, you know, two thousand two thousand one, you know, September eleventh. Mm -hmm. um, I was in production with a couple of things when that hit, and we all wondered how's this going to affect us. You know, mm -hmm. are people going to go hide in their homes? 
And that's not what happened. And theater for that next two seasons actually did really well. For every show that bombed and didn't get audience, mm-hmm. there was at least one or two shows that extended yeah. because they were selling out because people needed to get away. To and they get needed I remember, to get out. I remember working with uh, Raymond Ray on um, it was The Marriage of Vet and Boo. Mm-hmm. which was a hilarious show. And we did it at this place called The Build, which was like a converted laundromat. <laughs> uh, yes. And we got wonderful houses. That, and then we moved it again. We, there was, um, we, it was extended to um, Exit at Taylor. Oh, nice. Before, uh-huh. um, before that company. I forget the name of the company. Well, that's well, another venue that's yeah. gone away this year. Brainwash is gone. Oh. The Brainwash Cafe. Yeah. I talked to a, uh, there was a lady there who's a uh, waitress, and uh, mm-hmm. she, and I didn't know they did performances there, but I, I eat there all the time. Like a hey. Monday night open mic for comedy, but yeah. did all they kinds, do other kinds of things? They did stuff? all kinds of things. Richard had a reading there. Richard Talavera had yeah. a reading there. Um, there were all kinds of different performances. Now, when I was reading about the demise of the space, I was reading that they had been doing it yeah. before it became like, before Soma became Soma. They were already starting to do stuff. And I'm like, wow, I did not know about that. Um, and so, yeah, it went from being an underground space to being a very public space. And, yeah, very limited. You couldn't take a show in there and run it for weeks. But, you know, open mics <coughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, real quick things. Yeah. There was all kinds of stuff So happening. there's a lady named, um, I, don't, I don't think, Danielle Jones, who used to work at the uh, Brainwash. And uh-huh. she says, we have been struggling ever since they started construction next door two years ago. Right. We did our best to stay open, but alas, it was not possible. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's so we're seeing these changes happen, but we're not going anywhere. We're going to keep doing it. Oh, we the actors and the actors and directors and and producers. I mean, you know, there are still people. uh, We've talked about it before. Piano Fight is Mm -hmm. a bizarre configuration, and I don't know how it survives. Yeah. But there is a ton of stuff going through there. There's incredible energy. And the flight deck, I know they started off as a coalition. Yeah. Of groups, and so if that model is working, then they'll stay where they are because Lord knows the location is fantastic. Yeah, um, there are folks that are and they are at the 19th Street and Broadway in Oakland. Yeah, let's plug the flight deck. Keep those guys going. It's right between the two BART stations because it's just across the street where 17th comes. It's like right down the block from 17th. It's right off of Broadway, just past 15th. Yeah. Um, and it's between 19th and 12th Street stations. It yeah. just, you can pour an audience in and there. And now yeah. the block is safe at night to walk around. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's happening. <coughs> yeah. I couldn't believe how changed right. that yeah. whole the area. Frank Agawa. Walking around. F- oh, and Frank Agawa Plaza and yeah. um, mm-hmm. a couple of good bars down there and restaurants. So, And we'll see if Uber takes place. Another new one. Yes. Um, and it's the, I think it's, it was called the 23rd Street Arts Alliance. Mm, okay. It's in East Oakland, mm-hmm. and they just bought a building. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, they did some sort of... Is this um, the one that's, they're kind of revolutionary and anarchic? They have... Is that another... Yes, type? that's them, I think, and they have live workspaces, and they very much put themselves out there in a really socialist sort of way. Yeah, I think that's... And the got support, and so I just saw their, have a party that's, I think it hasn't happened yet, but I signed up to mm-hmm. say, yes, I want to... Oh, no, it is in January, because I signed up to say, depending on the date, I would be happy to participate in this, because it's in my neighborhood, and are they International Boulevard? Is that yeah? The, okay, it's on so that is the same one. And it's um, and hopefully their building is legal. 
because we've we've seen what happened with well, the ghost ship and stuff. That that, I, I that now people are waking up. What are they going to? What it, what is s- their expansion? If they're going no. to grow out an art space, then they're going to have to stay on top of that. Yeah. But the <laughs> fact that they got the building and that they have a coalition of people good connected to it, artists, yeah. self-identified artists. I'm like, yay! So I think. Now wait a minute! You were part of that whole arts trust fund land. What was that thing with and stuff? That was for the noodle factory. The noodle factory, yeah, that died. I I know, but I'm just saying. I bet they're hooking into all that nonprofit and city money to be able to sprinkle and come up to code. So so their timing could actually be perfect because they went on social media to get their money to get their support because. They're trying, to, they're trying to sell their condos, right, to fund things. and that Well, it, they had people in the building yeah. already doing different things, and they said, we want to support this and we want to support that, and we got together as a coalition, and we want to try and make a go of this, and they got enough support that they were able to get it. So now they've got to take it – you know, now that you've gotten the nut and you've gotten whatever your down payment was, now you've got to build an art scene enough so that it keeps yes. going. We'll see. I, I, you know, I'm well, I think there's enough pissed-off artists. Sure. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> I, I've never <laughs> seen it long know. enough yeah. that I'm, I'm, like, hopeful that people can make new things happen and grateful when I get an opportunity to to be a part of it. But um, I don't see it dying anytime soon. I don't, I don't see anybody killing the goose that laid the golden egg yet. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there are dips in turns. But, I mean, this yeah. past year, I've worked with so many young Individuals who are mm-hmm. just hungry to either produce, write their stuff, and have the stuff you know perform, mm-hmm. or just perform. Yeah. Whether it be the musical cafe, right, where you know they they they're doing all sorts of stuff. They uh, I work with them uh, twice. Uh, well, one, and that's one where there's a mm-hmm. group of writers and committed folks to at least you, you don't get past that level. They mm-hmm. they don't have the wherewithal for that, right? But they can get you out there, get you in front of an audience, help exactly. you develop a piece, exactly. And now we need those venues for people to take that next step. Right, exactly. And the venue is, is the right thing because, you know, first they were at the um, uh, shotgun at the Ashby. Oh, were they? Yeah. That, that was in the spring. Uh-huh. And then they went to Piano Fight. But, you know, that's a company that's looking for a home. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of Piano Fight and also Shelton Theater, they have full bars. They have liquor licenses. Right, yeah. And that, I think, is going to make a big difference in the next iteration of what theaters are going to be because it's that one destination. You right. go, you buy your ticket. And I'm building right. an event. Get there early I'm building, and I'm enjoy. Exactly. I'm building an event. I'm, I'm calling it San Francisco I Love You. Mm-hmm. And it's episodic. And I want writers to write what I love and hate about San Francisco right now. Really current stuff. And when you enter that bar, it's like the Star Wars bar. The actors are in it. As soon as you walk in, it's none of this little old lady taking your ticket and you wait 10 minutes, then you go to the bar. It's like as soon as you open the gate, Mm -hmm. you know, it's... Barnum and Bailey. Right. Awesome. <laughs> that sounds and awesome. then, and then you break into the room that's yeah. got the tech. Right. And then you break into the other room if you want to watch the section that has the movie. And then mm-hmm. the girl behind the bar is in the show. And it's you have to do this immersive mm-hmm. stuff. These young people, that's what they want. They're just mm-hmm. super. They're super cool, man. They're super like they're, and they're happy for yeah. they're they're like, and if, live experience. And if, and if this doesn't keep my attention, I'm going back to this. And right. they start going back to their digital. Di- so digital how do we? Right. This is the main point I want to make is how do you create that digital mm-hmm. experience in the live room mm-hmm. when, when the room yeah. is cooking? So 
Anybody out there want to help me? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've worked with a couple of folks who do inter- who do use interactive stuff. Like, um, I don't know if they're presentations or they'll have monitors. And mm-hmm. someone did a, a show where they were doing a Google search. And based on the Google search, I think there's a, f- there's a feature that goes, I feel lucky, mm-hmm. where th- there'll be a random search. And they'll do a comedy sketch based on, I don't know what... Th- what popped up? Right, like mm-hmm. crowd, like well, somebody else is doing crowdsource improv. Oh, there you go. I have not heard that. Wow, uh, it's just a, it's, <laughs> it's just a new way of saying we're taking suggestions from the audience. Right, <laughs> right. I heard pumpkin. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it works. Yeah. It but works. but using these new terms, mm-hmm. it will drag them in. And I, we just did. Um, I just uh, house managed a show at One Grove, and it was all these hot new improv groups that broke away from. Um, Okay, we'll say the name. Anyway, oh, I know these okay. new these new you kids on the block, you know, who just want to. Uh, you you said the magic word, Reg. They just want to break out. Yeah. yeah. They, they they go and they get their training, or they're coming out of college, exactly. and they just are on fire. Don't you remember that? Of course. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> so yeah. there we were. You know, those of us who, who still have the flame kindling. Good, good for us that yeah, exactly. we we're pulling them in. But uh, they were just. And I think amazing. an audience is, is is itching for it as well because you know how long can you be entertained by YouTube and Facebook? and whatever. You know, mm-hmm. you have to break out of the house and do you want to just go to the average movie theater or do you want to do something live and interesting? You're hired. But anyway, what I noticed was, you know, mm-hmm. it, and if you don't have a full bar, it's a BYOB, why not? They don't care. They'll bring their right. socks back in. And for the, we couldn't get them to sit, settle down and start the show. They're partying and they're, and then finally. I've never show. heard BYOB for theater. That's a smart idea. Oh, yeah. We try, we yeah. try, we've tried it I'm a couple times. too crazy, yeah. Well, because oh. Joe doesn't have his liquor license. What are right. you going to do? You can't yeah. not. Right. I mean, I've heard of theater companies. They'll have liquor or, you know, let's say sure. wine. They were like, well, listen, we can't. I can't sell you the wine, they, but they do the donation yeah. thing. But really, what that means is the authorities are looking the other way. Right. And this way, you're not even responsible for it. This is on you. You bring it in, you take it out. Right. That's yours. Well, I, I'm just, at the new space, 145 Eddie's, the safe house. I'll reiterate 145 mm-hmm. Eddie. Hello, folks. Come on mm-hmm. down. And yeah. Joe, we'll Joe doesn't have a liquor license. Yeah. And yeah, and his new landlord is like, uh, 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 no donation. I don't want liquor in the building. Well, right. it's not that they don't want liquor in the building. They don't want you selling it right. and of acting course. like it's a donation, right? right. Yeah. So in any case, we just threw out the chair situation, and we made it a cabaret, and we created an event, and they loved it. It was like, this is more what the scene has to become. Mm-hmm. That whole idea of, I'm G3, and I have to get there at a quarter to eight. Right, 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 exactly. That, that's fine for people who really want to plan in advance yeah. and mm-hmm. know exactly what they're getting for. But when they show up, you know, the show should be Black Rider, or mm-hmm. it, it should be, oh, that new play that well, came to Aurora. That, that was so great. That, what's that? Oh, the, um, oh gosh, what's it the called? The boxing play. Yeah, I know it's a boxing play, and, it, and the title doesn't tell you that at all. Oh, the show at the Aurora in Berkeley. It was um, just, yeah, look it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry we're blanking. That's embarrassing no, because <laughs> and it's got a lot of good attention. But oh, but, but it was there again that was the choreography and the fight choreography right. and right. the way he layered in text that was amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm highly encouraged. I know I knew we were way ahead of our time, uh-huh. right? Back in the 80s and 90s. Is it Widower's Houses? No. No. Today, dry no. Powder? No. It was last month. Okay. Oh, it, it might be closed, yeah. No, it closed. Oh. It was last month. It closed, okay. So it's not it was in December. Yeah, I just saw a billboard for it a couple of days ago, events. but yeah. Yeah. I don't even see a... Um, mm. 
same day for past events. But in any case, yeah. So that's another uh, exciting, exciting uh, company to. Um, but you know, you're absolutely as you were talking. A lot of young theater companies, I've been involved in theater companies um, who model themselves after the, I guess, Broadway or like ACT or something like right. that. And now there's a new change. Now people are stepping out of the box, producers, I'm saying, mm-hmm. and saying, hey, new theater doesn't have to be, you know, that old standard. It could be a new standard. It could be a box never even created before. Like, you know, you go to a bar and all of a sudden everyone's a participant mm-hmm. and, and that sort of stuff. So... You know, it sounds like that's going to be the new. Well, I think we players model. have. Either you work with we players, and they've been doing the things out on oh, Sutro Baz, and the last and, one uh, was yeah, Beowulf. Fort Point. My wife uh, played when they did the Scottish play at Fort Point. Yes. It was cold, but it was beautiful. It yeah, was, it was so same thing. They did Beowulf, and then they took us inside the chapel at Fort Mesa, and so you wander around, you know, until you get to the main place. Mm-hmm. But um, th- those women are really. Making making waves too. Fantastic. I appreciate that. We're getting close to the hour. We're about five minutes away from the yeah. hour, so we want to do um, any last shout outs, any last birthdays, or whatever. Um, I'm, I because we I feel like we've been really good about the birthdays. I'm I'm gonna just start the new year fresh. So no, we hit everybody up through the thirty first. Mm-hmm. I sent out messages to people, um, and what's funny for the first time, I got a bunch of just. Thank you and yay! Uh-huh. You know, like no, I'm asking you if yeah. you're doing a show. I guess you're not because right. you'd respond otherwise. Right. Um, I will say that I've got I've got a couple things coming up. I start rehearsals for the Lucia Berlin. We'll mm-hmm. be doing um, with word for word. We'll be doing shows in February, but we start rehearsals <clears throat> in a couple of weeks. And then I'm doing this movement piece. It's summer, winter, spring. Wow. Uh, with the Milk Bar Productions. Oh, Mary uh, Armitrap? Yeah. Oh, girl. Yeah. we're um, So we've been doing filming. I guess the filming is going on for two years. I don't know that I've done two years worth of filming, but I've done some of this uh, time-lapse photography stuff. That oh, we've that's done right. You were, you were talking about that. Yeah. And it takes a long time, right? Because you are literally. Yeah. You're out there for hours, yeah. and you're lucky if uh, after a full day you've gotten 10 yeah. minutes. You just, you just don't get much. Uh, but, you know, there are ways to edit it and play with sure. it. Sure. Um, so we're going to do, we're going to be at uh, the Missouri Project. Is that what it's called? The, there's a space out in Potrero. Um, we're going to, the film is going to be there. Mm-hmm. We're going to do an opening on the 13th, and then we're going to do a live performance thing on the 26th and 27th. Of January? Yeah. Of January, yeah. Oh, I want to be on awesome. that list. Yeah, so, you know, that's that's coming up, and I'm like, I really thought I was going to have – I thought I'd finish Hamlet and I wouldn't have <coughs> anything until word for word. Yeah. And instead, all these yeah. little projects and have been popping up. And that's when you're going to Paris, up. right? Well, we'll start rehearsals. The show will open Valentine's mm-hmm. Day here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then mid-March we'll close. Yeah. We'll get a week or so off. And then we fly to France. Mm-hmm. We do shows in Paris. And then we tour around France for three weeks. Wow. Yeah. So that's going to be – that's my spring. In English? Yeah. Great. Well, there's an American library system, so oh. they're connected to that. But they also, they've been doing it for decades now, so they've got patrons and other facilities that are English language friendly, which in France is a major accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. That's why I asked. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll be doing, that. we're doing it all in English and getting ready for that. So, yeah. you know, that's my world coming up. And Black Rider is still running. 
Um, like I said, Ubuntu is about to start rehearsals for Streetcar. Mm-hmm. And I bummed that I did not get to theater first and see participants. It got great oh, reviews. Oh, yeah. Kari Moy, he was on our show and he was in participants. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it as well. The reviews were wonderful. Yeah. I've got two birthdays. Uh, Demarcus Williams, he's an old, um, speaking of dance, he's a magnificent dancer. Um, I went to school, the Duke Ellington School of the Arts, and um, he is just a phenomenal dancer, a tap dancer. He just... Fierce, as what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, his birthday was on December 29th. December 31st, um, which is tomorrow, Michael Thomas Tower. So I'm looking at a poster, Water Buffalo, which is on the upper left-hand side. And he ran a company called Bay Stage uh, in the late 90s, early aughts, which uh, folded. Um, but magnificent writer, he, uh, I believe, is located in San Diego now. But, uh, you know, give a shout to Michael Tower. And... I think that's it. Uh, Craig Dickerson, a uh, good friend of ours, yeah. that's January the 9th, but, you know, uh, oh, we'll have we'll, a, we'll we'll have a show him. since then. We'll get him. <laughs> and um, Mary Alice, what would you like to plug? Oh, well, I'm looking for writers and anybody who performs their own material. <clears throat> we're going to be three weeks, last three weekends of June at the Exit Theater this year. Yes to everything. Also, we're writing and producing a show called San Francisco, I Love You, which is this episodic idea, mm-hmm. the brand spanking new. I love original, so if you're original, you got a great idea, even mm-hmm. if you don't perform. Um, yeah, send send. Yeah. I, find me on Facebook, Footloose Presents. Yeah, and we'll definitely plug it. We'll have a link to it. Uh, I was thinking there was a woman, Carolyn Doyle. I don't know if you know Carolyn yeah, Doyle. Yeah, of course. She was in one of the first shows with Open yeah. Public Theater. And she had a one-woman show that she ran for yes. a while, and yeah. maybe she can revive that. It was a wonderful piece about her son, yeah, who autism, has, who has autism. Oh yeah. yes, I, yeah, I know, great. I know, Carolyn. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So maybe she'll contact you if she wants to re- revive that. Well, but we'll get anyone, word anyone who wants to, we'll yes. have the link, and you can contact uh, Mary Alice Fry. Other birthdays: John Winter, one of the co-founders of Word for Word. Birthdays okay. tomorrow: Jordan Weiner, wonderful performer, teaches uh, theater at Berkeley High. His birthday's tomorrow. Old friend of mine, David Fissel, went to high school. We did theater together. Mm-hmm. A lot of New Year's Eve babies, eh? Yeah, new, he's New Year's Day. Uh, Richard Bunker is a director and actor. I don't know that he acts anymore. I've seen everything I've seen from him says he's directing these days. Okay, but his birthday's on the first. Um, Jane Wenger. Yeah, Shut up. on the second. Yeah, she's an amazing woman, um, mm-hmm. and she directs around the bay. And a, uh, great, Brian, drama, and a great dramaturg. She does it all. Yeah, she, she's very she good. She can help you she write knows that her show, script. kids. She knows her stuff. Brian Yates Sharber is a black man, beautiful singer, and wonderful um, actor talent. Michael Lange, that's funny. He's he's not with us anymore. Wow. But, but in Facebook, he, yeah. he's still around. Yeah. And Desdemona Chang. Um, who was up at Ashland directing this last season. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, really impressed. Oh, and speaking of Ashland, Armando McLean, who was in uh, Run Perfectly Still, which mm-hmm. Oakland Public Theater did with uh, Carolyn Doyle. Cool. Wow. Um, and he was on stage. I had him understudy. There was one black male role. He understudied that role, and then he was a stagehand for us for the show, mm-hmm. and he was fantastic. I mean, it's funny. Um, I just found out um, Marisa... Who was uh, the art? Who is the artistic director of the? What's the name of the company? It's the one I just did. Uh, Utopia. Okay. Uh, we did stories from silence. The mm-hmm. Me Too stuff. Yeah. Um, she was an intern 
on that show when wow. we did it at Mills. Mm-hmm. And he was understudy. He's now an actor up in Ashland, and mm-hmm. she's running her own theater company. Oh, so. that's fantastic. And Javier Reyes, um, who um, has a – Colored Ink is his company. They work on getting youth to write mm-hmm. pieces and perform pieces, some spoken word, some theater. And we did a lot of stuff with Each One Reach One, which mm-hmm. goes into juvenile detention facilities. But he has spun off and been doing his own stuff now. Oh, so. that's awesome. That's fantastic. So those are our birthdays this week. Yeah. Happy birthday. Let and us I know what you're I just want to acknowledge that this year we lost Sam Shepard. Everybody knows Please. that. But yes. and we're And I was um, ushering at the Magic First show, and, and I said, so when are you going to do that? And we're not sure when we're going to do the memorial. Mm-hmm. But they're going to throw a big party for Sam Shepard at oh, the Magic. And everybody yeah. should go. Yeah. The, the biggest selling <coughs> show they probably ever had was his world premiere that he did with them. And they sold out. They sold out before the season mm-hmm. even started. Wow. They ended up moving it downtown. I think it was Marines Memorial or one of those big theaters downtown. And you could not buy a ticket unless you bought a season subscription because mm. they were just selling so well. I'm like, dude, you if you ever felt any like you owed them anything, you just paid that off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No more credit. But right. how long ago was that? That was like at least ten years ago. So it's been uh, ten the years, late yeah. Miss, the late Henry Moss. It was the crazy show that had um, Woody Harrelson. Wow. Oh, I remember that. There was another guy who's been doing TV stuff and this woman. Um, and, I'm, and I apologize for not knowing those names, but I don't. Uh, but, yeah, that show was – and it was incredible. And I only went to see it because all these local actors had been hired as understudies. Mm. And Rod Knapp got to go on for um, – Sean Penn. That's Sean Penn. I remember mm-hmm. this. Sean Penn wouldn't – you know, kept being too busy and kept doing other things. Yeah, I remember you telling and me And Rod Knapp went on yeah. for him. So I went and saw it. Up uh-huh. in the nosebleeds. I'm up in the nosebleed yeah. seats. Was it any good – it was a fascinating play. It wasn't, it didn't, you know, the problem with Shepard is that Shepard, when he wasn't a name, was writing edgy stuff. Yeah. But I listened to, you know, LA Theatre Works does a thing on KALW. They, um, they subscribe to their, LA Theatre Works does these broadcast, radio broadcasts of shows. And they did, um, it's the one with the two guys. Um, True West. Go? Yeah, I think it was True West. Okay. And, uh. Yeah, true. One guy's a writer, right? He's a type. Brother, yeah. Typing is a big deal in the thing. The laughs, you would have thought it was a TV show. You thought it was a sitcom. And I'm like, when Shepard put that out, the audience sat there going, what the hell? And didn't know how to react. This audience is so sophisticated. Oh. <laughs> like a laugh track. Yes, it really was. It was horrible. And I was like... This is not the way Shepard should be done, so it's hard to judge Shepard because he would really have to go under a pseudonym to have anybody appreciate his work the way he wants it appreciated. That's wow. And I think that's it. Uh, I will plug. Uh, I had some uh, good news uh, yesterday. Yay! Um, I've been working on a play, Four Men in Paris, and that will be picked up by a new company called Plethos. So uh, I will be plugging that, you know, all through next year. And I do want to say thank you so much for everyone who's been listening Mm -hmm. to the Yay. You know, me and Norman, we got together in April and said, hey, let's do a podcast. We had no idea where it would go and who we would bring in and what shape it would take. And sort of like live theater, it sort of just had a, you know, we never have a script. I mean, I don't have a little in blurb or whatever, but we just threw ourselves out there Mm -hmm. and boom. 
There we go. Did you have good fun? Did you have fun, Mary Alice? I didn't. I was amazed. You two have this rapport. that's like, <laughs> dang, catch yeah. up. Hi. Oh yeah, Thank Nor- you, Norman's doing the selfie. And, and <laughs> that was a selfie. That was okay. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so for the last time in twenty seventeen, to connect with you and nice to meet you, Rich. That's mm-hmm. wonderful to meet you. And uh, if, if there's anything happening in next year, or whatever, and you can use us, the show, you know, give us a call because we're about Texas. local theater. That's yeah. what we're about. So, and we're just gonna keep rolling. We'll have a, a, a web page and we'll have a Twitter thing, and hopefully we'll get sponsors. And you know, so we'll. And now in Instagram, he took a picture. <laughs> Instagram. I think I have an account. I've never used it. I got. I've got to start posting. There's too many stuff. Well, we're old. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're but I'll take. You know, and I'm getting ready to go to France, and everybody's yeah. saying, "Well, you need to get the WhatsApp." I've got to, WhatsApp. to use that yeah. because for making phone call, phone calls, you can make phone calls on WhatsApp. You can make phone calls. So instead of dealing with international stuff about your phone, right. you can just go onto the app. Yeah. And nice, yeah. great. I'll Check in. Hey, I'll hip you up to. Uh, oh shoot, what is it? StarTech. StarTech is a. Uh, it's a international. When I call, there's a lady friend that I have in right, India. Right. Oh, that's right. And I'll be visiting India, and we use StarTech all the time. And I mean, it's like twenty dollars. Can last me two months, three months. Okay. And, and what a great name, Star Tech. Star Tech, yeah, I'm sure they T-E-K. I'm sure it was created a long time ago, like in the aughts when, you know, remember the Star, they had Star Tech flip phone? No. Yeah, I don't remember that. capitalize on Star Trek and the communicator. Oh, right. This is all pre iPhone stuff. If we'd only had that domain name, that's my thing today. It's like, I'm going to go and get all these domain names and then I'm going to make money when they want to buy it. Right, right. Yeah. Sort of like Bitcoin, you know, make an investment. Yeah. Okay, so let's wrap it up. You can find the Yay on the Apple Podcast app. And on all iPhones and iPads. Of course, you're listening to this already, so you can tell your friends. You can also find the Yay on iTunes if you have a, la- a da- laptop or a desktop. Uh, just click on iTunes. You click on Store. Use the search engine in the upper left-hand side and search for the Yay. You'll find us. For Android users, download the SoundCloud app or just go on SoundCloud.com and search for the Yay. The Yay was created by theater people for theater people. If you have a show you want to advertise or if you just want to advertise yourself, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, and we'll take it from there. And for the last time in this year, we've got to find a better sign-off. <laughs> and we are...